Welcome back to the golden age of radio. You're listening to the new old-time radio show. Classic, contemporary, fun. You can listen to any one of our many newly recreated vintage radio mysteries by visiting thenewoldtimeradioshow.com. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can be notified of upcoming events and new episodes. Please support future programs by making a donation on anchor.fm slash the new old time radio show. We appreciate your support. USA in your Chevrolet, America's asking you to call. Drive your Chevrolet through the USA, America's the greatest land of all. On a highway or a road along a levee, performance is sweeter, nothing can beat her. Life is completer in a Chevy, so make a date today to see the USA and see it in your Chevrolet. Detective Agency. Your crime is my crime. Oh, no. Hi-ho, Helen. Oh, Rick, honestly. The slogans are bad enough, but must you set them to music? Oh, dear. This is the age of the singing commercial. Keep with the times, kid. Hmm. I'm the gal who could have married a Yale man. And what do I pick? A singing detective. Well, you just appreciate the finer things of life, Helen. Hang up and call me back. What? Just thought of a new slogan. Oh, Rick, you can preview your new slogan tonight. You are coming over tonight, aren't you? I are. Well, so agreeable. This can only mean one thing. You haven't a client. Oh, Helen, you're so fiendishly clever. Seriously, Rick, I'll be expecting you at seven. And just once, try to be on time. Now that is a challenge. But I'll... Well... Bless my little square head. I might have known it. Client? Even more surprising. Rick, I'm in no mood for jokes. It's Lieutenant Walter Levinson, dear, and he's in no mood for jokes. The old grouch. What's Walt doing there? I'll ask him. What are you doing here, Walter? Rick, this is serious business. Finish your conversation, then we'll talk. Well. What did he say? Honey, I'd better hang up. For once, Walt isn't kidding uh, see you at seven. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Rick. What's it all about, Fatty? I haven't seen you look like this for a long time. I was in the neighborhood. Thought I'd stop by and tell you the news myself. A punk named Smiley Brill shot one of our cops, Rick. Oh, Smiley Brill, huh? Didn't know a punk like Smiley had the nerve to pull a trigger. The cop caught him breaking into a pawn shop. Smiley got scared and fired. Uh-huh. Well, Walt, I'm sorry to hear this, but I don't get it. Why act like a lost soul? Lots of cops get shot up. 
They take that chance when they put on a badge. I know that, Rick. This cop was Ben Johnson. What? Come again, Walt? Johnson, Rick. Ben Johnson. There are times when words can't describe a feeling. This was one of those times. Years ago, when I was a green rookie cop, I made lots of mistakes, got discouraged. But old Ben Johnson always took me under his wing and helped me over the rough spots. Ben helped a lot of rookies like me, and everyone knew it and loved him for it. Yeah, now I knew why Walt's expression looked like the world had ended, and I wasn't glad I knew. Happened early this morning, Rick. Well, where's Ben now? General Hospital. Doc gives him 50-50 chance. What about Smiley Brill? You got him? No. I set up a dragnet, but he's slimy. Might slip through, Rick. I was hoping maybe you'd like to help us get him. You know I will, Walt. Only if I find him, I won't guarantee you'll get him in one piece. Now cut it out, Rick. You know how I feel. I'd like to break Smiley with my bare hands. Only I'm a cop. And so are you, even without the old badge. Skip the speeches. Where do I start? Smiley hangs around the Bowery quite a bit. Chances are he's hiding down there. Now, those Bowery boys don't talk much to police, but they might to you. Well, I have some friends down there. I might get a lead. Keep in touch with my office. And remember, Rick, I want Smiley alive, if possible. Well, sure, Walt if possible. I got my car and drove toward the Bowery. I kept seeing two faces in front of me. One, a white-haired policeman, ready for retirement, laying in a hospital fighting for his life. And the other, a weasel-faced punk with a slimy smile. You don't often get mad in my business. It doesn't pay off. But there are times when it can't be helped. In the Bowery, I began looking for Leo Watts, a little panhandler with a big heart. I'd done Leo a favor a few months back, and I knew I could count on him to return it. I finally located him in a mission working over a bowl of hot soup. Well, hello, Leo. Huh? I, well, Richard Diamond, what brings you here? You broke? Not quite, Leo. Sit down, have some soup. It's free. I'd rather have some help, Leo. Oh, sure, Rick. Anything I can do, you know that. Uh, tell me, do you know a guy named Smiley Brill? Smiley Brill? Yeah, I seen him around. Don't know him so well, though. Well, what about his friends, Leo? Uh, know anyone he might go to if uh, he was in trouble? Afraid not, Rick. I can ask around, though. Some of the boys might know. Would you do that, Leo? I'd appreciate it. Sure. You sit tight, Ricky. Finish my soup. I'll be right back. Leo disappeared and I waited in the mission. 
a little old lady brought me a fresh bowl of soup, gave me a lecture, and left with a rewarded attitude after I promised to give up Muscatel. Finally, after about 20 minutes, Leo returned. Not much, Rick, but something to start on. Smiley had a girl he used to see a lot last year. Whether he's still seeing her, I don't know. What's her name? Jules Anchor. Dances at the gaiety down the street. Quite a dance, too. Well, thanks, Leo. I'll have a talk with her. If she can't help you, meet me back here in a few hours. Maybe I can dig up some more of Smiley's Piles. Good, good. Uh, only suppose I meet you out front instead. Leo, I just can't take another bowl of soup. At the Gaiety Theater, I found a stage doorman with a case of bad eyesight. Five dollars made it even worse, and I got by him without as much as a hey you. Jules Sanker was on stage, and I waited in the wings. <laughs> the boys wanted more, but Jules threw him a kiss and skipped off the stage right into the arms of yours truly. Hey, why don't you watch where you're standing? Sorry, dear, but I've given up Muscatel, and I have to have some vices. Huh? Skip it. Jewel, I'd like to talk to you. So would every guy in that audience out there. Of course, you don't look like most guys. Your clothes are pressed. And carry a handkerchief, too. I'm a real dude. <laughs> You're cute. Only I got no time to talk. Gotta change for my next number. Mind if I walk along to your dressing room? Suit yourself. Jewel, I'm looking for an old friend of yours. I got a lot of old friends. Well, this one's named Smiley Brill. Oh, him. A real nothing. What do you want with that little stoop? A little talk. You're a great one for having talks with people. I was a lonely child. Here's where I change. You want to come in? <laughs> Silly question. Stop dreaming. I got a scream in here. Well, that should bring my blood pressure back down to normal. Wait till you see my next costume. It's made out of carnations. Oh, I bet you smell divine. Yeah. Sit down. I'll be right out. Who did you say you wanted to see? A smiley Brill. Oh, yeah. Him and me broke up. When did you see him last? About a week ago. Hadn't seen him for about three months. Then he shows up. Wants me to go out with him again. Did you? Nah, he's a bum. He and me always used to fight about him not working. When we went out, I always had to pay the check. There. How do you like the costume? Well, well, I can see why it didn't take you long to get in it. Only, aren't you afraid those flowers might wilt? Well, that's the idea. I see. Um, getting back to Smiley. Oh, forget him. He's a deadbeat. Besides, I gotta get back on stage. Just one more question. When you saw Smiley last week, did he say where he was living? Uh-uh. Well, do you know of anywhere he might be? No. I... Wait a minute. He 
tried to give me some line about working. Said something about the merry-go-round. Merry-go-round? Yeah. They said he had a part-time job now and... Oh, I don't remember all he said. Look, I gotta go. Time for my number. I drop around again sometime, huh? <laughs> you got here early, Rick. How'd you make out with Jewel? She doesn't know where Smiley is, Leo. Tell me, is there any place around here called the merry-go-round? A, a bar, maybe? Merry-go-round? No, not around here. Why? Oh, never mind. How did you do? Well, I asked around. Smiley ain't been around the street much these days. But I did find out where Bertie Morgan lives. Couple years back, Bertie and Smiley served time together. Guys get pretty close when they're in stir. Yeah. Maybe Bertie knows where Smiley would hide. It's worth a chance anyway, Leo. Here's Bertie's address on this paper. Hope you can make it out. Bertie's a real nut. Keeps nothing but birds in his room. Place looks like a pet shop. <laughs> Thanks, Leo. See you later. I started up the street toward the address Leo had given me. Finding Smiley Brill was developing into a slow search. All I could do was keep questioning people who might know Smiley's whereabouts and hope for a break. I located Bertie Morgan's rooming house, but I didn't go right in. Instead, I went into a drugstore on the corner and put in a call to Walt Levinson. Homicide, Levinson. Rick, Walt, your men turn up anything on Brill yet? No, not a thing. How about you? Mm, so far, nothing. I'm following up another lead now. If it doesn't take me anywhere, I'll be stuck. Don't quit now. I just heard from the hospital. Ben Johnson didn't make it. Oh, no. Follow that lead, Rick. Get Smiley. Yeah, Walt, I'll get him. If I have to stay on his trail till doomsday, I'll get him. <laughs> Mexico presents Miss Ethel Merman. A sizz a must at Texaco. To a sizz a must we know. You want to be able to always rely on the gasoline, gasoline. motor oil, motor oil. and body In everything that we do at Texaco, we're working to keep your drive.
Johnson hadn't made it. So now I was looking for a killer, a killer named Smiley Brill. But it was a slow process. I was hoping to find someone who might know Brill, know where he was hiding, where I could find him. But it was a lot to hope for. I crossed the street and went into the rooming house. Bertie Morgan had been in prison with Smiley and Bertie lived in room number 12. I went there. Yeah? Bertie Morgan was a little man with a nose that resembled a parrot's beak. He had beady, bird-like eyes that stared straight at you and never seemed to blink. Behind him, I could see that his room was filled with caged birds, all chirping. Bertie Morgan was well-named. Well, what you want, bud? Well, I'm... I'm selling a new brand of bird seed, and I thought you just might be in the market. Bird seed, huh? That's right. I got plenty of bird seed. Ah, but none like this, friend. Put out of the door. Now, Bertie, think of your canary. Beat it. Move aside, Bertie. I'm coming in. Hey. Hey, now, that's better. What's the big idea? Forcing your way in here. I'm sorry, Bertie, but I'm tired of being polite. You got no right here. Look, you're scaring my birds. They'll get over it. Now, you tell me. What about Smiley Brill? Well, what about him? He's a friend of yours, isn't he? I got no friends. I just stay here and tend to my birds. Like, like, birds I like. People I don't. You seen Brill since your prison days together? Sure, but that don't make us bosom pals. Say, who are you? So how long ago since you've seen him? A month, maybe two. You sure of that? Sure, I'm sure. How long were you in prison together? Well, I don't have to answer your question. You want a broken nose? Wait a minute. Now look. I'm not kidding, pal. I want answers. How long did you share a cell with Smiley? <sighs> Two years. But that don't mean when you get out, you gotta pal around together. No, but it does mean you might know where Smiley is now. In two years, he must have told you a lot about people he knew, where he hung around. Well, sure, but... Sit down, Bertie. Huh? Sit down. Tell me everything you remember Smiley talking about in jail. Look, that, that, that was a long time ago. Then refresh your memory. Who did he say his friends were? Think back, Bertie, then start talking. I was being hard on Bertie, but it was my last chance. He began talking about everything he could remember that he and Somalia talked about. Girls, sports, anything. Finally, after about 10 minutes, Bertie was getting tired, and he still hadn't said anything that might give me a lead. Look, give me a break, huh? Listen to my birds. They're hungry. I gotta feed them. They can wait. You still haven't said anything important, Bertie. So how should I know what you think's important? I've told you what I remember him saying, that's all. What did Smiley plan on doing when he got out of jail? Having a good time. That's all he wanted. Did he talk about work? Or what kind of a job was he going to look for? Job? Smiley? Don't make me laugh. He didn't want to go to work. His uncle even wrote and offered him a job. But this guy's strictly a bum. What about his uncle? You didn't mention him before. I didn't think of him before. You're thinking of him now. Tell me about him. Old geezer. 
Joe Brill raised Smiley after his Ma and Pa kicked off. You say he offered Smiley a job? What kind of a job? Oh, handyman, I guess. Old boy runs a business over on 34th Street. A kid place. A what? You know, one of them Toyland spots. Got a corner lot there with some rides on it, electric swings, that sort of thing. I went past it once. Nice place. Rides for kids. Merry-go-round. Huh? This place, uh, it has a merry-go-round? Yeah, big one. Hey, why don't you go ride it and leave me alone? Maybe I will. Bertie, give me the address of the place. Then you can go feed your birds. It was the first break I'd had. Smiley's girlfriend told me that he was working at a merry-go-round. Now I knew where it was. It was getting dark as I turned up 34th Street, but I spotted the lights of the Toyland. Parked and went toward the merry-go-round in the center of the lot. It was the only ride still operating. There were two or three children riding the wooden animals around and around, and in the center of the carousel, I spotted an old man standing beside a big lever. As I approached, the man pulled the lever toward him and the carousel slowly stopped moving around. Okay, kids. All off, come on now. Get off there, sonny. Run along home now. Uh, Mr. Brill? That's right. Only I'm closing up now. Well, I don't want to ride. I just want to ask you some questions. What about? About your nephew. Huh? Yes, I'm looking for Smiley. He was working here a week ago. Well, yeah, he was, but he ain't here now. Well, where is he? Don't know. Hasn't been around for a few days. Who are you, and why are you looking for Smiley? I'm a private detective, Mr. Brill. Smiley's in trouble. Real trouble. Oh. Mister, I gotta go back to the shack over there, turn out the lights. The city raises cane if I stay open after six. Well, I'll walk with you. Uh, you know, uh, you don't seem surprised that your nephew's in trouble, Brill. Surprised? Mister, anything that boy does is no surprise to me. Tried to raise him right, but he runs wild. Figured if I give him a job here, he might settle down. I was wrong, I guess. Have you heard from him since this morning? Nope. This is it. Mister, would you mind reaching up there and pull that light switch? Too high for me. Sure. There. Now about... Oh! When I pulled that switch to turn the lights out, Brill decided to put my lights out too. He must have hit me with an old piece of pipe, but whatever it was, it caused the blood to rush past my eyes and a million rockets to go off in my head. I don't know how long I was out, but when I came to, I was inside the shack, and I wasn't alone. In the corner stood the old man. But standing over me was the man I'd spent all day to find. 
Smiley Brill. Come on, Diamond. Come on, you ain't dead yet. <laughs> well, well, Smiley Brill. Brave man with a gun. Brave enough to take care of you, Seamus. Smiley, cut your yapping and get out of here while you can. Shut up. They got a dragnet out for me. I might be picked up alone. But Diamond here gets along real swell with the balls. He's going to help me get through. You're crazy, Smiley. You'll never get through. I may get along with the police, but so did Ben Johnson. You try and make a break, and the first cop will shoot you on sight. You're a dead man, Smiley. You know, that's smart thought coming from a guy on the wrong side of this gun. Now get up on your feet. Where's your car, Smiley? Out and back. You still got Diamond's gun? Yeah. Keep it on him. I'll check around outside to make sure it's all clear. And don't take any chances. If Diamond so much as blinks an eyelash, pull the trigger. Well, Mr. Brill, you must feel pretty proud of your nephew. Keep quiet. Smiley's a good boy. Just a little while, that's all. Oh, sure, sure. Tell me, Brill, what's going to happen to you? Smiley makes a break for it and leaves you behind. And for helping him escape, you'll be hauled in as an accessory to murder. Murder? What are you talking about? Why do you think your nephew's running? Smiley got too much to drink. He stole a car. So that's the line he gave you, huh? Sure. Now look, mister... I'm the only family Smiley's got. When his pa died, I promised to look after him. Now he's in trouble. I gotta help him get away, so just stand right there. And this trouble he's in, you think it's car stealing? Well, it's murder, Brill. Smiley killed a cop. You lie. Smiley's wild, but he wouldn't do that. Wouldn't he? Why did the police have a dragnet out? To catch a car thief? Oh, no. Murder, Brill, and you think it's your duty to protect him. I wouldn't protect a killer, but Smiley's no killer. You're telling lies, that's all. He'll be coming back soon, and you'll help him get away. You'll help a killer get away. I'll ask him if you're telling the truth. Well, wait till he gets back. I still think you lie. I'm not lying, Brill. And we're not waiting till Smiley comes back. Stay back. Why? Smiley didn't tell you he killed a cop. That was because he knew you wouldn't help a killer. And if you wouldn't help a killer, you'd hardly turn killer yourself. Nah, you won't shoot me, Mr. Brill. Now I'll take my gun. No. (laughs) There. Okay, mister. Okay. Maybe I couldn't kill you, but Smiley's no killer either. You lied about that murder. You're after him for stealing a car, and he's got to have a chance. He's just a wild boy. Come back here. Smiley, look out. He's, He's got a gun. I shoved the old man away and stepped outside. Smiley had been coming back across the grounds, and the old man's warnings made him stop. Then he saw me. It was dark, and we both missed. Then Smiley dove for cover and began firing again. 
I crouched behind the motor box of the electric swings. Smiley? It's no use, Smiley. Come on out. Come on, get me, Seamus. I can see as well in the dark as you can. Smiley was in a good spot and he knew it. It was dark, but he was familiar with the grounds. He could edge from one cover to another. There were no more shots for a while. I knew he had changed positions, but I'd have a hard time finding him in the dark. And then I remembered the light switch beside the shack. I edged toward it. I reached the shack and stood up. I pointed my gun out toward the lot and set my left hand up to the switch and then I pushed. The lights went on and I spotted Smiley standing in the center of the merry-go-round. He looked stunned at the flood of light. Drop it, Smiley! Why, you... I got him. He staggered and fell against the big control lever in the center of the machine. The machine started going around and the painted animals moved up and down as they circled Smiley's still body. I stood there and watched. Funny, but I didn't even feel sorry for Smiley. After all, how many cop killers have music at their funerals? Helen, dear. I forgive you for being late. Well, now that makes my little heart go pitter-pat all over the place. Only there's something I want to ask you. Hmm? That dancer you say, Jewel, was she pretty? Oh, I suppose you could say she was, especially in that costume made out of carnations. I, uh, I hope you were on your good behavior. Well, I didn't pick any flowers, if that's what you mean. Rick, I hate to sound nagging, but, well, I I worry about you. In every case, you seem to run into a blonde, redhead, or brunette. And they all seem to be pretty. Now, isn't that just like a woman? Here I get slugged on the head, shot at, and meet a girl. All you worry about is the girl. Oh, you poor dear. There. Head feel better? Uh Uh-huh. You keep rubbing it, and I might even feel well enough to sing a song. Hmm. I knew this conversation would get around to that sooner or later. Helen, you are so suspicious and so right. Grab your coat and get your hat. Leave your worries on the doorstep. Just direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. Can't you hear that pitter-pat? And that happy tune is your step. Life can be so sweet on the sunny side of the street. I used to walk in the shade. 
with my blues on parade But now I'm not afraid This rover crossed over If I never have a cent I'll be rich as Rockefeller Gold dust at my feet On the sunny side of the street Thank you, dear. Rick. Uh-huh. Would I look nice in a costume made out of carnations? Honey, you'd look wonderful in a costume made out of poison ivy. Come here. No, Rick. Rick, stop. Rick. Rick, stop. Rick. Well, you stopped. Aren't we full of surprises tonight? <laughs> Tonight's transcribed adventures of Richard Diamond was written by Dick Carr and directed by Mark Seven, with music by Frank Worth. Jessica Burkhardt played the part of Helen Asher, and Ted Larson was Lieutenant Levinson. Others in the cast were Justin Edenhofer and Vince Cratch. Listen next week for another exciting adventure of Richard Diamond, starring Dick Powell. This is your FBI. The official broadcast from the files of the FBI follows immediately. Stay tuned. This program came to you from Hollywood. See the USA in your Chevrolet. The Rockies way out west are calling you. Drive your Chevrolet through the USA. Where fields of golden wheat pass and review. Whether traveling lighter with a load that's heavy. Performance is sweeter. Nothing can beat her. Life is completer in a Chevy. So make a date today to see the USA. Broadcasting Company.